about 100 years ago, about 120, 30 years ago. He was a philosopher and also a psychologist. And he came up and was con is considered one of the founders of what's called the School of American Idealism. And the capsule version, as I understand it, of idealism is that there is a universal idea that men and women can somehow, through their experience of life, come in touch with that, var that validates and, and, and blesses life. And the idealism of it is that we can allow and uh, uh, place our lives into that ideal and, and, and live according to the ideal. And the beloved community came in that discussion. Dr. Martin Luther King in the 1950s in the Boston School of Theology re reviewed, renewed a look at that beloved community idea of Lawrence, as did many seminaries at that time. It was sort of the struggle to figure out what are we going to do now after World War II, after the atomic bomb, after the fact that we have powers to kill life, what is religion, what is Christianity's message now? What are we going to be inviting, encouraging, urging people to be about in their lives? And the notion of a beloved community came to mind because they based it really on the teachings of Jesus, the Sermon on the Mount, and the other good words that he gave out during his time. Because what Jesus, as I understand it, what he talked about, he came to announce the presence of the kingdom of God. He was sort of a messenger saying, hey, i got something to tell you. The kingdom of God is not up there. It's not out there. It's not over there. It's right here among us. And let me tell you what it looks like. It looks like justice. It looks like love. It looks like compassion. It looks like caring. And when that be present in our relationship, then the kingdom of God is here. The beloved community is a new spin on that. What is it that religion, spirituality, People of goodwill have to say to the world to help it. In the old words, save it. What's our redemptive call? What, 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 what can we say to people that will encourage them, encourage them and also bless their lives? What drives life? What should drive life? Well, we've been on for the last... The judgment does not to be, need to be too severe because it seems like if you look at the human story, it's been two steps forward and one step back. Two steps forward and one step back. We no longer have condoned slavery anywhere in the world, I don't think. But we have, we have slavery. We have slavery of the body and slavery of the spirit where power over people has become the prominent means of relationship. We have people standing guard today. We in this community are based on the fact that fear moves to a foreign, foreign relation. And many of us are involved and many of us are supportive of what our defense industry is all about. So what is the driver for life? What's the message we've got? Be afraid? Hate that which is different? What's going to save life? What's going to save the possible? What can we say to our children? We say it close at hand all the time. Be nice. Be considerate. What would you want someone to do to you? The empathy motive, the empathy drive. So love has got to be the driver. And if 
if you say that too loud, you're sort of silly or you're one of these religious fanatics. And that's what Jesus was about. And that's what the good teachers have all been about, to be revolutionary, to push against the prevailing easy way to go. I got to thinking, and I know this is, this is so hypocritical and so heretical, but when the planes go off over, you know, the, the sound, the sonic sound, I'm going, it only destroys. It doesn't build a damn thing. It only destroys. And we've been at that for a long time in this country. And if religion or spirituality, if goodness has anything to say to the world, it is this. Wait. Think. What are we doing here? We're investing in destruction. We're not investing in construction. We're not investing in saying to the work people around the world, this is our home. This is our possibility. This is our legacy. Our children must have an opportunity. Or are we just that blind or that suicidal? See, the, the hard news, folks, is that Jesus is not going to come back and make it all good and bright again. I wish that was it. But Jesus left us the job. All good teachers left us the job. And we, in our, in our struggle to be whole human beings, one, individually and in general community. See, what happens? We're born. We learn the ways of a human animal. We learn to eat. We learn to walk on our own. We learn to negotiate. We learn to uh, relate. We learn to be friends. We learn to figure out how to occupy our space and be related in the world. On the back of your order of service are the seven principles. The seventh principle of the Unitarian Universalist movement faith speaks of interdependent web. We learn how to work the web. <laughs> we learn how to work the relationship web. And that has to be driven, must be driven, should be driven, and has to be driven. How are we going to do that? Are we going to do that as contentious people? Those people over there are, are, are different from me, so we're going to be suspicious of them. Love is the motivator. Beloved community is what Dr. King talked about, that when equality is granted everyone, everyone will be included. No one will be excluded. Mutuality and equity had to be there, and justice had to be the prevailing way of doing it. But it comes back to love. Justice, someone said, is love in action. It's us saying one to another, okay, how can we work this problem? What do we have to do to get from here to there? Now, I'm not here to condemn what we do in this community at all. I'm, I'm here to condemn what society has made all of us do around the world. Since 9-11, we've been sort of had fatigue and all kinds of threats around us. Terrorism at home, we, we try to function as best we can to in relationships, in power plays, and relationships in the larger community goodness that we are able to imagine, the goodness that we are able to share that can be our saving possibility in this day and age. The beloved community is when human beings see in one another the wholeness that, was, that, that is possible, and they share with one another the wholeness that can be. I think that's all I need to say, because I think that's what we're about in, in this effort that we make to be supportive and to be blessed to one another. Jesus is not going to save us. God gave us our brains and our hands. What are we doing with them? 
And don't go away too guilty to it or too downcast because we're able to look and see with open eyes and a good heart what's possible and be as loving and as kind and as uplifting as you can this next week. Somebody needs it. If you don't think it's going to add to the whole treasury, 